the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a kind of hush all over the world tonight. All over the world, you can hear the sounds of lovers in love. Welcome. You know what I mean. Welcome, welcome. Election Day 2021. And this is the Dennis Prager Show. I am, of course, not Dennis Prager. Bob France sitting in for Dennis live in the ReliefFactor.com studios of AM 1420 The Answer here in Cleveland, Ohio, where we don't have as many enormous races <clears throat> going on as they might in, I don't know, Virginia, but we are going to be impacted in Ohio and in Iowa and in Utah and in New Mexico and in California and in Washington. All across this country, we're going to be impacted largely by what happens today in Virginia, and we are going to talk about it together. Really appreciate you being with us for the Dennis Prager program. We've got a lot of very important things to talk about with you at one eight seven seven two four three seventy seven seventy six. That's eight Prager seven seven six, and uh, we are going to dive right into Virginia. And what I want to do as we get started on the Dennis Prager show is talk about a man that I find to be, and, and it's kind of odd, I've, I've talked about this before on this program and on my local program in Cleveland, Ohio, on a, on a semi-regular basis, really almost every time we see one of them, I, I point out that this is one of the probably top five most unlikable candidates slash elected officials that I've ever seen. And I, I, I talked about that in 2016, of course, when we were talking about Hillary Clinton. Simply insufferable, unlikable, uh, just, I mean, the skin-crawly, cringy kind of a person. Aside from policy, just personality, right? We talked about that in some depth. In 2020, Joe Biden didn't fit that bill. Joe Biden is kind of is kind of likable from a personality standpoint. Other than when he's grabbing the shoulders of your wife or daughter and then sniffing their hair and being all kind of creepy, you know, Uncle Joe is just kind of like the jovial guy that really wasn't terribly unlikable. His running mate, however, Kamala Harris, we said it during the campaign, during her campaign, when she was actually in the primary fight, And then during the campaign in the general election, she is just horrifically unlikable, completely phony, cannot believe or trust a word uh, that she says because of the way she speaks, because of the, the, the vibe that she gives off. Just simply horrific. And there are a couple of others in the Democrat Party. For example, Bernie Sanders is not one of them. Now, Bernie Sanders is dangerous. Bernie Sanders is, is, um, you know, is is a Democrat socialist, which means he's a socialist, 
which means, quite frankly, he believes in communism. Let's just be frank. But he comes across with that, you know, that accent of his, and, and it, it, he, he just kind of sounds almost harmless, just the ranting, raving, goofy uncle at every barbecue you've ever been to. Not terribly unlikable, but now here we go to Virginia. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience that there are very few people that are as unlikable, as slimy, as smarmy, as condescending as Terry McAuliffe. The former Democratic uh, governor of Virginia and now, of course, wants to be governor again. Before he became a Virginian, Terry McAuliffe was a, an Ohioan. And back in 2003, 2004, I interviewed him a couple of different times on my radio program. And I'm going to tell you, he was in charge of the, DN, or the, excuse me, the Democrat Party in Ohio, the Ohio Democrat Party. And so he was trying to get, uh, you know, candidates elected all throughout the state. And I had him on a couple of times. And I'm telling you, there are very, and I've interviewed the president of the United States. I've interviewed senators. I've interviewed uh, uh, House members. I've interviewed NFL Hall of Famers, baseball. But I'm telling you, I've interviewed some really, really uh, powerful people, many of whom are not necessarily um, comfortable talking to the common man. Some of them are very, very uppity. Some of them are very, very... Uh, condescending, as I say, and I don't know that any of them are worse than Terry McAuliffe. Simply has no tolerance for your point of view. Simply has no tolerance for any difficult questions. And I learned that, like I said, back long before he became a Virginia governor and now a candidate to be governor again, replacing the extraordinary Ralph Northam, a man who still can't remember in college if he was the guy in the white hood going to Halloween as a Klansman, or if he was the guy who put black stuff all over his face to go as in a, in a blackface character. He can't remember which one he was, which is just mind-numbing. And the people of Virginia are like, okay, we can buy that. They never tried to remove him. Man, we Terry McAuliffe wants this job now again. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, seriously, he has not changed one iota. You saw this CBS interview, right, about a week and a half ago? He was sitting down to what was supposed to be uh, a lengthy interview with a CBS reporter. Uh, Glenn Youngkin, the Republican candidate, was going to do the same thing. And once the reporter started asking questions that made Terry McAuliffe uncomfortable, he got up, stormed away, and said, you're done, and just completely dismissed the interview. When the interviewer said, but wait a minute, we have more questions, he said, then ask better questions, and kept right on going. This is the man that the Democrats are putting their faith in. This is the man that the Democrats, not just in Virginia, but this is the man the Democrats are putting their faith in across the country. Because this race that is being voted upon right now as we speak, 12 minutes after 12 Eastern time right now in the Virginia, Virginia race, rather, um, this man and this race are believed to be the bellwether. For what is going to happen over the course of the next 12 months? We are now 12 months away from the 2022 midterm elections and the future of this country. We are just 12 months away from deciding whether we will continue and fight and become once again a a capitalist constitutional republic or whether or not we will move closer and closer to an authoritarian socialist nation. Now, dare I say, right now, 
We have already slipped away. It has already slipped away. We have let it slip through our grasp. We are not the same free nation we once were. And I hope that's not too much of a shock to your system and to your sensibilities. We are not the same free people we were 10 months ago before Joe Biden was inaugurated. 10 months ago, we weren't being required to take toxins in the form of mRNA cocktails that are pseudo-vaccines in order to keep our jobs. We weren't being forced to take something into our bodies against our better judgment, against our free will, in order to go back to school on college campuses. We weren't being forced to take a, um, a, a product, again, I will not call it a vaccine, what I call it is a big pharma profit jab, because that's what this is all about. It's not about public health, it's about profits. It's about profit health for the big pharmaceutical companies, period. End of story. But we weren't required to do that in order to, to keep our livelihood, maintain our homes, be able to take care of our responsibilities. Free people don't have to do that. But already millions of people who work for the federal government or for companies that contract with the federal government have had to make the choice, including first responders and health workers, healthcare workers, police officers, firefighters, healthcare workers being forced out of their jobs if they choose to try to remember what it was like to be free in this country when we could make our own decisions. And they claim that this is in the interest of public health, these vaccine mandates. Yes, public health is most definitely served by getting rid of police officers who protect people and firefighters who protect people and health care workers who care for people. Yeah, public health is definitely being cared for. I don't want to go too far off track here and getting into that i will talk about that in some depth but the point of the matter is we are not as free today as we were 10 months ago and over the course of the next 12 months what kinds of freedoms we lose may be determined by what happens in virginia today if terry mcauliffe the unlikable smarmy little reptile that he is loses the deep blue state of Virginia to Republican Glenn Youngkin, the Democrats are going to have to change their platform. They'll have to over the next 12 months to change their approach because he represents their platform. If he wins today, however, they're going to be emboldened to continue build back better and broke, and this country will have a very difficult time in reclaiming its liberty. I want to talk with you about it. I want to listen to you about it, too. 877-243-7776. That's 8 Prager 776. Bob France sitting in for Dennis right back. There's a kind of mesh all over the world tonight. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. 
But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 21 minutes after the hour. Thank you once again for joining us for the Dennis Prager Show. Bob France sitting in in Cleveland, Ohio. We're talking about a huge uh, race in Virginia between Democratic former Governor Glenn Youngkin and uh, Republican challenger, or excuse me, former Governor Terry McAuliffe and Republican challenger Glenn Youngkin. This is a uh, this is such an extraordinarily important, extraordinarily important race, as I say, because this is going to be this is going to be an indicator to the left, to the Democrats, as to how much of an appetite the rest of the country would have for something that their very deep blue state of Virginia might have. In other words, if Virginians reject the racial division, the ongoing and constant race baiting of Terry McAuliffe, if Virginia voters, and we're talking Northern Virginia's like 99% uh, deep Democrat. I mean, Donald Trump lost Virginia by 10 points in, uh, in 2020. This is, this is Democrat, far-leftist country, right? If Virginia Democrats reject the racial division, the attack on parents, the attack on families, the attack on decency, the attack on uh, science that continues to be perpetuated and pushed by the likes of Terry McAuliffe, if Virginians reject that, the entire Democratic National Committee platform is is going to have to be revamped. They can't run on DIE for the entirety of the next 12 months if it's rejected in a deep blue Democrat state like Virginia in the form of the slimy Terry McAuliffe. If you understand what I'm, what I'm saying, DIE, by the way, is diversity in... Uh, um, Inclusion and equity. A lot of people call it DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. I like to switch that around a little bit because I want you to recognize die, because that is exactly what is going to happen to our educational institutions and, quite frankly, our free country as a whole if we embrace this far left radical Marxist uh, ideology. So I call it die. That's what's going to happen. Terry McAuliffe has used race to try to define this election. The left has used race to try to define this election. As a matter of fact, we should probably point out what the um, Lincoln Project did. Now, this is a bunch of far left leftists pretending to be Republicans, claiming they were Republicans, you know, but they were Lincoln Republicans, not Trump Republicans. So they call their little turn against conservatism as the, the, the Lincoln Project. They're the ones who sent... Uh, you know, five plants to stand out front of Glenn Youngkin's campaign trailer and hold tiki torches, acting as if they were members of the quote-unquote Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville that, uh, of course, we all know what happened there. It turned into a violent confrontation between uh, Unite the Right white supremacists and uh, far-left Antifa members. 
It turned into a terrible situation in which a car was driven into a crowd uh, by an idiot white supremacist who killed a woman. It also led, of course, that, that situation led to President Trump addressing the violence correctly and accurately and pointing out that there were some very, very bad people on both sides of that battle, meaning the white supremacists and the Antifa terrorists, but there were also some very fine people on both sides. These are the people that did not engage in violence. They were there just to argue for their point of view about the removal of a statue. He was correct, but of course he was completely misquoted. Lies have been told now for four years running since that event in 2017 claiming that Donald Trump said that white supremacists were very fine people. This is what they tried to exploit, did the McAuliffe crew, by putting these five, quote-unquote, tiki-torch-carrying, unite-the-right individuals standing in front of Yunkin, as if to say Glenn Yunkin is just like Trump. He supports and is supported by white supremacists. So race has been at the center of Terry McAuliffe's campaign here in uh, in Virginia. Regarding CRT, critical race theory, regarding the indoctrination of students with that very racially divisive, uh, anti-American, uh, you know, uh, uh, theory, if you will, or, or, or curricula in, in school districts all over the country, regarding that, he continues to insist that these parents who are coming to the school board meetings in Loudoun County, Virginia, are just off their rocker. What are you talking about, critical race theory? We don't teach critical race theory here in the state of Virginia. That's a racist dog whistle. Now, Terry McAuliffe, like most Democrats, doesn't even understand the definition of certain words, including dog whistle. A dog whistle is something that only a dog can hear, right? So when they call something a dog whistle, that means it's code that is only for certain people to hear, like racists. And yet, strangely enough, they hear it. The left hears it all the time, which makes them what? If they can hear the dog whistle. I guess that would make them the racists, if you're being honest, right? But he calls it a racist dog whistle. Has no earthly idea what that means. But claims that CRT, critical race theory, is not taught in the state of Virginia. So that this this Glenn Youngkin and this angry parent movement is all based on racism. Well, except for one quick look at the Virginia Department of Education website, lists a ton of books, or not a ton, but a number of book titles that students in Virginia schools are reading. As a matter of fact, that's the heading of this page of the Virginia Department of Education website. It's called What We Are Reading. And there are five titles here that I would like to shine a spotlight on. Just to explore a little bit what Terry McAuliffe says is not teaching critical race theory in Virginia schools. Title number one is called Walking the Equity Talk. Hmm, how about that? Equity, that's the E in D-I-E. Diversity, inclusion, and equity, which of course means, does not mean equality. And I know you know this, but the left doesn't. Or at least they are being dishonest and trying to fool people who are just shallow thinkers into thinking that equity and equality are the same thing. After all, they they both start with E-Q-U and end in a Y, so equity and equality have to be really, really close to each other, right? When in fact they could not be farther apart. Equality means everyone has the same opportunity to achieve and to grow and to survive and to thrive. 
Equity means everybody has to finish in the same place. Everybody has to have the same outcome, no matter how, how much uh, effort they put into it. And if somebody else achieves more than the, than the other side, well, they have to give some of that back so that we can achieve equity. That's exactly what CRT is about. Title number two, push out the criminalization of black girls in school. This is what they're reading in Virginia. Number three, we want to do more than survive. Number four, how to be an anti-racist. This is the Ibram X. Kendi book, which, of course, is the most racist thing, I think, in print today. And number five, foundations of CRT in education. This is what we're reading, it says, in the Virginia Department of Education website. And Terry McCullough says, we don't teach CRT in Virginia. That's why this is such a bellwether. If he loses this in his deep blue state, the Democrats must change everything in the next 12 months. If he wins, they're going to roll with it. And we'll roll right back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee at NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com. All right, 33 minutes past the hour. Bob France sitting in for Dennis Prager. Good to be with you. Thank you so much. If you are watching this broadcast by way of Town Hall TV or at DennisPrager.com or at YouTube.com slash The Dennis Prager Show or on the new Salem News app, which is very cool, by the way. I have that on my phone. All right, so the Terry McAuliffe story is laid out there for you. By the way, he closed... His campaign yesterday, of course, because today is Election Day, so he closed his campaign. This was his closing memo to voters. There's too many white teachers in Virginia. We've got to get rid of them and hire black teachers. That was his closing message. Did you hear that yesterday? Once again, the, the divisiveness, the, 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 the um, belief that there has to be color awareness rather than color blindness when it comes to students, when it comes to employees, when it comes to uh, teachers, it's all about color. He thinks that this is a winning argument. His closer to this campaign, remember, a month ago he was leading by five points. Now he goes into Election Day today trailing in some polls by four to five points. And why? Because of this divisive message of his. And now he closes yesterday at an event, uh, uh, um, uh, campaign event, And he's talking about diversifying Virginia's teaching staff, saying, quote, 50% of our students are students of color, yet 80% of our students are white. So what I'm going to do for you is we'll be the first state in America, he said. If you go teach in Virginia for five years in a high-demand area, that could be geographic, it could be coursework. We will pay room, board, tuition, any college, any university, or any HBCU here in Virginia. Because, of course, you see, in Terry McAuliffe's vision, and in the vision of the American left, 
black kids can't learn from white teachers. And white teachers, these oppressors, they can't possibly know how to teach black kids. Because, you see, they're not equal. They're not the same. Their color makes them very, very different from one another and thus unable to learn from one another. Which is amazing to me because I have learned over the course of my lifetime an awful lot from Thomas Sowell. I learned an awful lot from the late Walter Williams. I learn a lot every night from Larry Elder. It's pretty amazing. I don't know how I can do that. How can a white learn from a black and a black learn from a white? We have to bring equity to the teaching uh, profession in Virginia. That's the closing message. White people, we don't expect you to be able to teach the kids that you're oppressing. So we need more black teachers. That's what critical race theory teaches, of course, is that all people with lighter skin are oppressors, and people with darker skin are victims of those oppressors. Always have been, always will be. It's in the DNA. That's what they believe. But here's the conundrum. I talked about this on my local program in Cleveland, Ohio this morning, and uh, I had a caller who brought up something that was just spectacular. Where did all of these new black teachers that are going to be hired in Virginia... Where did they get do their studying? Who taught them? If 80% of the teachers are white and white teachers can't teach black students, how can those black students learn enough from the white teachers to go become teachers? <laughs> they twist themselves into knots every chance you give them. Let's open up the phone lines. I want to hear from you. Bob France sitting in for Dennis Prager. Good to have you aboard here on the Salem Radio. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 16 minutes before the top of the hour, and we continue on the Dennis Prager Show. Bob France sitting in in the ReliefFactor.com studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. My home base is AM 1420, The Answer. If you're interested in listening to what I do on a daily basis, I'm at WHKRadio.com. Very easy for you to stream that anywhere. Also, of course, through the various streams that we we, uh, participate in, including uh, iHeart and uh, Radio.com and Even we've got a free mobile app, too, called 1420 The Answer. Just search that out on your app store, and you can tune in anytime that you wish, 9 to 11 Eastern Time weekdays here in Cleveland. All right, phone number is 877-243-7776. That's 8Prager776. I welcome your thoughts on what's going on in Virginia, what it means going forward for the country, and whether or not Republicans can score this massive upset in a deep blue state and really set the pace for the next 12 months which is going to be a daily battle for the return of our liberties. 
You know, it's so funny because I, I for the, over the, the years, whenever I feel like we've been under attack, for example, the eight years of the Obama administration, I said, we've got to defend our country, defend liberty, defend the republic, defend the Constitution. Don't let all of these things be taken away from us. Defend, defend, defend. Now it's gone. It's not defend. It's not stop them from taking these things away from us. Now it's regain. Now it's find a way to get it back because it's already been taken. It's already been taken. CRT is in schools across this country. Children are being made to feel ashamed of who they are and what they look like. Children are being made to feel ashamed for things that people they don't even know from, from two, three centuries ago did. Um, we, we, we do not have freedom over our own bodies. We cannot make our own decisions on what health, uh, you know, what medications that we take or what uh, preventative health measures that we may take. We're being forced to keep our lives. I mean, literally. It's no longer defend the republic. It's no longer do what you have to do to keep our liberties. It's they're gone. We lost them. How do we get them back? And it's going to be a daily fight for the next 12 months until November of 2022, at which point we can undo the damage, at least to a degree. I want to start out with Brandon, who's... (laughs) Is this a joke? This has to be a plant. Let's bring him up. Moorhead City, North Carolina. Is your name is your name really Brandon? Of course, I I, I just love this Brandon meme because I mean my name's Brandon and everyone's always like let's go Brandon and I'm like I'm already here. I don't get it. Oh, that is fantastic. Anyway. Well, let's go Brandon. What's on your mind? All right, uh, let's move on to. And by the way, it, it, speaking of the the brand, do you look over my right shoulder again? If you're watching the broadcast, not just listening to it on your radio, if you happen to be watching on uh, uh, Salem Now or on uh, DennisPrager.com, you can see the message over my right shoulder. Uh, I hope. I love the fact, by the way, that Let's Go Brandon is absolutely triggering the entirety of the mainstream media. I love that they are livid about this. I love that there was a a Southwest Airlines pilot flying from Houston to Albuquerque who it would seem was trying to troll Houston fans because he started to say, let's go Braves in his uh, in his after his uh, announcement of flight time and weather and all the other things. Let's go. It was cut off there. And some radical AP reporter happened to be on that flight and assumed that was going to be Brandon, not let's go Braves. And. Acost tried to tried to get into by her own admission tried to get into the cockpit to accost the pilot. How dare you? And the left is going crazy. They want him fired. They want people fired for saying "Let's go, Brandon." This is a vulgarity. There being we are being told it's profanity by another name. Well, that's exactly why it's not profanity, because it's by another name. Yes, we all know this backstory by now. Let's go, Brandon is a genteel way of saying blank Joe Biden. And it was brought on, of course, by the NBC reporter interviewing the, the, the uh, NASCAR racer after his victory. His name was Brandon. And as she heard the blank Joe Biden chants coming from the, the crowd there at the NASCAR event uh, on live television as she interviewed the winner in the winner's circle, uh, she said, yeah, there they are. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. We all know the origin of this now. And it has become a way for us to express our disgust for what Joe Biden has done to this country over the course of the last 12 or 10 months, rather, since his inauguration. All of our partners. Oh, my God. Such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me you can hear the chants from the the crowd. 
Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> that is where it was born. And it's outstanding. Do you know that four, I believe, the last I looked, four of the top ten songs on the iTunes charts were Let's Go Brandon parodies or ra- or original raps of, of, of Let's Go Brandon hip-hop music. I've got a parody. Do you remember? I'm just going to do this real quick. Do you remember the 80s song, I Want Candy? Everybody remember that? I want candy. I hated it, by the way. It was terribly annoying. But it was popular for a lot. You still hear it on, you know, 80s channels and things like that today. Well, keep that song in mind as I give you just a small taste. I know a guy who can barely speak. But he don't fully send me tweets. He gives all the young girls a skier. Ah, Rubs their shoulders and sniffs their hair. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Three trillion dollars on the liberal wish list. Taliban gets new toys for Christmas. Gotta get jabbed and that's an order. Unless you come here from across the border. Let's go. So anyway, you get the idea. And by the way, that parody gem was created right here in Cleveland by uh, our uh, uh, commercial producer, uh, Dale Officer. So huge credit to him. But the left is totally triggered by this, which is why I'm going to continue to provoke it. And we'll come right back. All right, six minutes before the top of the hour on the Dennis Prager Show. Bob France sitting in for Dennis. Again, uh, happy to be here from Cleveland, Ohio. The, um, the the part about the Let's Go Brandon thing, and again, if you're watching this broadcast, it's over my right shoulder there. i just like to put a little message up there because I support this message not as a personal attack on Joe Biden. I don't think conservatives who have found their clean non-profane way of expressing their themselves over what's been done to this country. Um, I, I don't think they mean it as a mean-spirited attack. In other words, nobody is standing on national television uh, and on stage at the Tony Awards and shouting into the microphone, F. Biden. The way Robert De Niro did not once but twice when he said F. Trump and earned a 30-second-long standing ovation from the far-left Hollywood and New York celebrity crowd, the far-left celebrities who cheered F. Trump. Nobody is, is holding up a, a severed head of, uh, in the image of Joe Biden, the way that they did of Donald Trump. Nobody is staging music videos in which they are stabbing Trump as if, or uh, Biden as if he were Julius Caesar. None of this is as personal to Joe Biden as it always was from the left to Trump. What people are saying when they say, let's go, Brandon, which is code for blank Joe Biden, is blank what you did to American citizens in Afghanistan. You abandoned hundreds of them behind enemy lines at the mercy of the Taliban. You got 13 service members killed. You gave the enemy $85 billion worth of new military munitions and transport vehicles. Blank 
Biden for the store shelves that are empty as the ships are anchored and in huge lines outside of American ports. Blank Joe Biden for the extraordinary erasure of the southern border. The open border policy that has led to millions of illegal aliens coming into this country and being not just welcomed with open arms, but now they're going to be paid $450,000 if they came here during the Trump administration and were separated from their kids. All of these things are what people who say, let's go, Brandon, are really saying, is what you've done to the country, to our energy. Blank Biden for, for gas prices that are up. 50, 60, 70, 80 percent over what they were under Donald Trump. Over the uh, heating costs of our homes that are we're projected to be 50 percent higher this winter than they were a year ago. All of these things are what people are saying. It's not blank Joe Biden personally. It's let's go Brandon for what has, he's done to the country in 10 short months. That's where we really are with this. And I'm going to take more of your phone calls on that subject and so much more as we begin hour number two. Coming right up, Bob France in for Dennis Prager on the Salem Radio Network. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 